What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the planet today. It is Monday, November 21st, 2022. I'm your host, Matt Nord, here by myself today for a COP27 update. But before we get into today's episode, this one is brought to you by Vala Alta. Vala Alta's Everyday Handkerchief is a high-performance daily-use handkerchief designed to help minimize your impact. Made in the United States from sustainably sourced Irish linen, capturing the material's historic craftsmanship and natural antimicrobial properties, handkerchiefs perfectly balance softness with durability and absorbency with rapid drying. Ideal for functional use in all settings from the outdoors to routine encounters, their small and lightweight design makes one a must-carry for wherever life takes you. Build your own bundles from limited edition colors at valalta.co and save 15% with code TPT at checkout. That's V-A-L-A-A-L-T-A dot co and code TPT. Here on the planet today, we cover the latest in climate change, wildlife conservation, renewable energy, and environmental policy with two episodes every week coming your way Monday and Friday. Today will be a little more matter of fact to keep things shorter, so sorry in advance for monologuing, but here we go. Let's start with the good from the last two weeks. COP27 set up a fund for climate justice that was driven by loss and damage. Wealthy, industrialized nations agreed to set up a fund to provide payouts to developing countries that are impacted by climate change. This is going to take a few years to establish and to develop, but this is good news for climate change adaptation. So why is this important? If you listened to last Friday's episode, we talked about this a little bit, but the main takeaway is that the countries that are wealthier, the countries that are industrialized, those countries that are more developed, they did this by using fossil fuels. It's all a part of industrialization. So we have created this problem that has made us economically really, really well off. And now the whole issue is how do we adjust, right? How do we get those countries that didn't get that chance to develop equal protection from the impacts that we are all going to feel from climate change, whether it's wildfires, whether it's increased droughts, flash flooding, more intense storms, we're all going to feel this. But the countries that are wealthier can afford to do something about it. Now, unfortunately, the countries that can't are often the ones that have contributed the least to that global problem. So this equity-based approach makes it a level playing field for all people, all countries, to be protected from climate change when stuff really hits the fan. The unfortunate part here is that it doesn't really help mitigation, which we'll get into a little bit later, but the difference between mitigation and adaptation is mitigation is more, hey, how do we prevent this issue? How do we make this issue less of a big deal when it gets here? Adaptation is, hey, this is happening right now. This happened yesterday. We need to fix it. We need to recover. So this is a good move for adaptation. We'll get into mitigation in a little bit. Another thing that stood out to me about COP27 was Lula's return to the presidency of Brazil felt really noticeable during this negotiation. 
Ending deforestation of the Amazon felt important again now that Bolsonaro was not representing Brazil on this stage. Lula vowed that Brazil will host COP30 in 2025, which, look, some might see that as performative, but what better place to host a major climate conference than the country where 60% of the Amazon rainforest is located? Also, for optics, people love round numbers, so COP30 is probably going to be made out to be a bigger deal than the rest. For environmentalists, for listeners of this podcast, I'd say that every one of these conferences should be a big deal, but if we're being realistic, COP30 is probably going to be made out as some big spectacle because 30 is a round number that 28 and 29 aren't. Some more good news. The United States and China started to repair their relations thanks to the top climate negotiators for both countries, Xi Zenwei and John Kerry. This is significant because these two countries are the world's top emitters. For the world to get on the right track for climate change mitigation, we need the United States and China also to get on the right track. Moving on to the bad news, there was no plan to phase out fossil fuels, which was a major suggestion by India. The world wanted more ambitious targets and the scaling back or phasing out of coal, natural gas, and oil completely. We did not get that. The COP27 deal says that we should phase down unabated coal power and phase out inefficient fossil fuel subsidies, but we were really hoping for, at best, the phase out of all fossil fuels, and at least we wanted them to be phased down. And this might sound like semantics, but language really matters here. This deal is essentially saying that we should stop boosting up the antiquated fossil fuel systems, but there's no international pressure to phase them down or to phase them out completely. So for that, this is a major letdown. My main issue is that by not really coming up with a concrete plan to lower our fossil fuel use, then we don't really have a plan to lower our emissions. So the focus of this deal is just on the adaptation that we mentioned before and not on mitigation. Adaptation is a really important piece of the puzzle, but I read this as Climate change is going to continue to get worse, so let's set up a fund to help those who suffer most. And that's a good thing. We needed that. We should not let the next thing that I'm about to say take away from that massive win. What I really wanted to hear is climate change is going to continue to get worse, so let's set up a fund to help those who suffer the most. And in the meantime, let's do everything we can to make sure that they suffer less. And that's why I believe that COP27 was underwhelming. The European Union's Franz Timmermans expressed his own disappointment with the conference outcome, saying that the world will not thank us when there are only excuses for why nations did not agree to do more and to move more boldly to slow global warming. COP27 has been widely condemned so far for failing to offer any strong language that would help keep global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius above their pre-industrial levels, and that's considered the threshold. So every fraction of a degree past 1.5 degrees Celsius really matters, and it's getting harder and harder to expect us to be able to reach that goal, but with every fraction mattering, then every step towards that goal matters. And every underwhelming international climate conference that doesn't move us closer really matters. Especially when we do have these annual meetings where what are we supposed to do now? 
wait until COP28 next year? Is that when we're finally going to get our answers? Because the longer we wait, the longer we put this off, the harder it's going to be to really move things where they need to be. Let's close this episode out by feeling good about the fact that victims of climate change have some relief coming their way. But we need to remember that this fight is far from over until every effort to mitigate that damage has been exhausted. So stay hopeful, continue to fight like hell with your votes, your wallets, and your voices to our elected officials. Because every time we think that we can't make a difference is a win for fossil fuels and is a loss for a planet that is continuing to warm under our current system. We need all hands on deck. It's gonna take global solutions and every single person needs to buckle in and be a part of that solution. All right, that'll do it for today's episode of TPT. Go share this one with a friend and follow us at Planet Today Pod on our socials for clips from the show. Nick and I will be back on Friday for our annual Black Friday, the State of the Planet Today episode. Come check it out if you want to hear what to expect for the month of December and what we have in store for you in 2023. It's going to be a fun one. For the planet today, I'm Matt Norton. See you on Friday.